Welcome to the LodgeCast, the official podcast show of Gentleman'sAvenue.com. This is being recorded at Nopalero Studios. We're on the 13th floor of Whittier's tallest building. That's right, folks. Now that this heat wave has been gone, and hopefully these fires have subsided, it's a beautiful view all the way to Catalina Island. You're tuned in to episode 38. Man, we're quickly, quickly racing to 50. Remember, you can find all these on our website at gentlemansavenue.com forward slash LodgeCast on iTunes, Google Play, on social media. So we're on Instagram and Twitter. So not only do we have a podcast, which is the audio only portion, but we also have the vodcast. So make sure you tune in, you help spread the word. And, you know, I say this time and time again. You're tired of watching network television. You're sick and tired of whatever news, of whatever disasters and dreariness that are happening in the world. And you want to tune in. Maybe you want to learn about our get like our guest today. We have a great guest. We have Tisha DuBoer. She'll be here. Um, we have my good friend Ellie. He'll also be here on set. But you want to find out, man. You want to find out about these people, man. We've had, you name it. You want to find out about uh, Stranger Things. We had uh, uh, Jennifer Marshall here. We've had amazing musicians, barbers. So whatever content you want to stream, you want to learn about these things or learn about these individuals, man, you could just tune in. You can just uh, stream it on your phone. You can download it on demand. It's all free, people. All free quality content. So without further ado, let me introduce my guest. Hello, Tisha. Hello. Hello, Ellie. Hey, what's going on? Nice to see you guys. Nice to finally meet you, Tisha. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> Here we are. And you came all the way from... Uh, well, I live in Orange, and I tattoo in Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. Newport Beach, mm-hmm. which I'm sure the weather's been pretty damn good there. Yeah, it's still pretty hot, though. What, what What's hot for Newport? <laughs> well, I guess it's a little cooler there, but when you're working, it gets really hot inside the shop. Mm-hmm. So, But we have AC, so... That helps, right? It helps a lot, yeah. Because I think, Ellie, what did it get up in Whittier? Was I think the hottest was like 112, maybe? <laughs> Around there, yeah. 112 was what I saw. I was like, that's just ungodly. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. But the coastal areas, I think they did even break some records down in the coast areas. I'm not sure where, but I think even Huntington had a few days where it was a bit warm. So what's it like? So you're, you're, you're tattooing... Uh, people come in and out of the shop is it like people that are like tourists or or who is it that's coming in and out there's a lot of tourists in that city there's a lot of um, really cool hotels and inns and a lot of tourists fly in from all over the world and stay there so it is a lot of tourists getting tattooed and then i have like a little bit of my own clientele and Mm -hmm. so it's but it is a lot of mostly tourists yeah Mm -hmm. How is it with the tourists uh, to communicate with them when they come in? Is it pretty hard? No, everyone pretty much speaks uh, English. I worked on Hollywood Boulevard before and that was different. There was all different kinds of languages, mm-hmm. but you just kind of figure it out. You just uh, show them a lot of pictures and you eventually get to figure out what they want. And I don't know. So a lot of it's communication, right? It's it's. Th- 
they're coming. Do they come with their own artwork or are they picking off flash sheets or, or Pinterest? What is yeah, it? lately a lot of people have been wanting to show pictures off their phones. And uh, we always try to recommend to let us um, customize it a little bit so it's their own tattoo and not copied from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a fan. I, I'm a fan of your work. I mean, I've commented on your work on Instagram, and thank it's, you. <laughs> how long have you been doing it? Um, maybe 23 years, oh, 24 wow. years, something like that. It's a long, <laughs> a time. long time, right? I mean, in the industry, I'm sure. Or what do you call it? A profession? Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I've been calling it industry lately. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I didn't. I don't know. It was just a tattoo shop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sure it was uh, a lot different 23 years ago. Yeah. Than today. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been it's gone through a lot of different changes throughout the years, a lot. Mm-hmm. As, as far as more challenging or just uh, from the people be <laughs> wanting different things. Um, I don't know. It's a wide variety of changes. It's, um, uh. I don't know. I think since uh, there's been TV shows, um, it's just, I don't know, it just kind of has been flipping all around. I don't even know how to explain it. Sometimes it it gets really challenging and then uh, sometimes it just works out for the best. It's it's hard to explain. It's already like a pretty intense job, but... Oh, I can't even imagine, you know. Yeah, (laughs) what you're saying, like the shows, because it's crazy to see like this art form that was always kind of like the back alley CD. I think even in New York, it was outlawed Mm -hmm. and you know, even in Japan, right. It was only for a certain, what is it? The Yakuza a long time ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's always had this, or at least in recent memory, this really bad connotation. And then to see, the the TV shows, cable TV shows, that blew it up, and everybody and their mother wanted to get tattooed. <laughs> I mean, it's great for your industry because it probably just boomed. Yeah, it it has it has really helped. It's um, it's cool, like watching the Grammys and shows like that, and like all the stars have tattoos, and that's really cool. That's like, yeah, good for us. Good that like means business is everywhere. So that's really cool. Yeah. So when you got into tattooing, I mean, what made you want to get tattooed? I mean, or or actually to be a tattooer. Um. Well, I was in high school, and I didn't have like a a goal, I guess, of what I wanted to do with myself when I got out of school. And um, a friend of mine uh, that we were like the same age and he disappeared. And I guess what happened was he dropped out of high school to apprentice to tattoo Mm -hmm. um, at Burt Grimm's, um, which is a really cool shop. But Mm so when he showed up, I was like, wow, like he, he, he like appeared out of nowhere after like a year or two and he was sleeved by just like the most colorful, uh, coolest tattoos I've ever seen. I never even seen 
full colored tattoos before and that was a long long time ago so um but right when i saw him i was just i just knew well i i don't know i just wanted to i wanted to be covered with those kind of tattoos and i wanted to know all about him it was just like an instant attraction and mm-hmm. uh yeah so once he um started tattooing on his own um he started apprenticing me is this so that's in, how i got into in orange it. county yeah yeah, well, Burt Grimm's was in Long Beach, but mm-hmm. it's now it's Outer Limits. And then, um, uh, and then uh, when he was started working at, he worked at Sharky's, which is now world famous mm-hmm. um, in Sunset. Um, that's where I started being his helper and learning uh, how everything worked in the tattoo shop. Yeah, Orange County's had some giants really come out. Yeah, you know, even like Eric Mosky. Yeah, you know, uh, legend. Uh, even in barbering, you know, Jake Bricks. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like that whole crew, right? That same timeline of people. Yeah, I was a little younger than them. So I was uh, not, I don't know. I, I always looked up to them. Yeah. To Eric and stuff? Yeah, and did, Jake and yeah. Did you ever go to their shop? Because Jake's was in Orange. Yeah. Um, no, I think Jake's um, barbershop closed like right when I started um, meeting them, like the, that crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I did, Eric Mosky tattooed my chest both sides. Um, so that's, that's awesome. How I knew him. Yeah. He was always one of my favorite artists, tattoo artists. Yeah. It's weird because it's like people don't, I mean, people in the know, they know, they'll, you know, they'll mention his artwork, but it's not like a popularly known name which to me is because I'm, I'm from orange county and i always think like man you gotta give these guys credit man because he was doing it yeah. the pioneers people, well when people were probably doing tribal you know what i mean yeah and tribal was all the rage jerry was doing uh you know americana style traditional american style tattoos yeah uh, there in fullerton mm-hmm. uh, which who owns it now um i think tim hendrix owns tim it. hendrix tim hendrix yeah, tattooing has changed a lot. I can't even imagine. Like when I remember when I, um, you know, met Ed Hardy, right? It was just like, you know, God, tattoo God, <laughs> you know? And to sit there and think like him hanging out at Burt Grimm's in 56, <laughs> something ridiculous, you know? Um, I can't even imagine taking that train ride from wherever he was in South County, Orange County, South Orange County, as an eight or 10 year old to hang out with, yeah. with the freaking, you know, somebody, you know, bigger legend. I mean, he was just a child, but tattooing, man, it's, it's gone from the back alleys to posh boutiques. Yeah. Right. There's even guys, there's even shops that they don't even have like signage or nothing. It's just like a, appointment you know known basis mm. referrals or can you go to people's homes to tattoo also well it's um very regulated by the health department mm. these mm. days so um it's kind of like you're risking getting uh your license taken away if you have a license so you need, for the you, health department. you need a state license for that here in California? Uh, you need a county health department license. Okay. Yeah. And then the, the shops have to have like a city permits and health permits and 
I think state permits, jazz, all kinds of stuff now. Yeah, because you're dealing with, I forgot what it's called. There's a term, but I mean, it's uh, like blood and... Bloodborne pathogens. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's, you got to, you know, probably be like surgical room sterile. Because, yeah. yeah, now it's like the cables have, what I don't know what do you call them, plastic covers or whatever. Yeah. It, everything is has its own the trays have you know whatever yeah. sterilized i don't know what they're called yeah it's called so you don't cross contaminate anything like mm-hmm. everything is clean and nothing gets touched from a different like different germs nothing gets mm-hmm. uh, crossed yeah <laughs> so for you when you first got your tattoos how old were you and what did it mean to you what was it what was it the point <laughs> uh, i was 18 i wanted to get tattooed earlier but the guys at the that I knew at the tattoo shop, they thought that I was too young and I wouldn't know uh, what I wanted. And I'd probably regret <clears throat> not waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I didn't regret it. I still wanted it, and and uh, so I, I, it was in Burt Grimm's, and I was like, they're like, well, just you could just pick something off the wall, which was cool because everything in there was rad. It was on the mm-hmm. walls. So it was all hand painted, like rad traditional flash. And, um, and, uh, there was a sheet that had, it was all a bunch of black Panthers and, um, I wanted one of those on my back and I wanted it really big, but they were like, no, you're, you're going to regret it. We're going to do it small. <laughs> and I was kind of bummed, but I was like, okay, you guys know. Uh-huh. So I just let him do whatever size he wanted. And yeah, I still, I still like it. I don't regret it, but it is kind of small for a back tattoo. So. <laughs> Has that happened to you now with the maybe younger kids that want a tattoo and you kind of have to tell them maybe you should wait? Kids these days, either they are very particular with wanting it super, super small or they want to go huge and just get their whole faces tattooed. I'm like, wait. Uh, yeah, the, like when, they, when they're when they 18 and they come in and they want their faces all tattooed, I'm kind of like, I feel like kind of, well, you should really think about it, you know, <laughs> kind of a. That, that, that's, that's, that's an interesting trend. Um, yeah. And it's not that they've run out of real estate either. It's not like they're. It'll be their first tattoo. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, I, from what I observe in people, like say if I go to like, you know, a trendy little restaurant where they're serving, you know, $20 avocado and toast right. and the, the server comes up, you know, the tattoos are everywhere visible for you to see. It, it's not like the old days where most guys or people would start, right? Like where they couldn't be seen their shirt underneath their shirts. Mm-hmm. They, they want them everywhere every part of their hand or wrist yeah, or their neck above the collar mm-hmm. is full. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if it's, they're looking for meaning. I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure what it is that they want to be seen. Like, look, I got a stamp of approval. I don't know. I know when I started getting a lot of tattoos, I wanted them in both places. I wanted them like I wanted body tattoos and visible tattoos. I just wanted them everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, th- I think it's different for everybody. It's just, yeah. Well, hopefully it, they think for themselves, you know, and just get, get them where they want them for their own reasons. Yeah, and God forbid they ever need like a, a job, a nine to five, where you know maybe because yeah. now you know whatever the little avocado and toast place closed down because you know, <laughs> everybody realized they were overpaying. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're, yeah, we're, but sometimes I do. those tattoos could help you get the job you want too. 
Well, yeah, maybe if you have like FTW on your forehead, everybody's going <laughs> to want to hire you as your CPA. No, I mean, at those places you're talking about, I mean, people with tattoos or wherever you're showing them, that, that's kind of the cool thing. Well, maybe it's like it used to be maybe a rite of passage, right? Where I don't remember anybody when I was growing up, their parents signing for them to get a tattoo. <laughs> like, because now like the parent can sign right like a no, not here in california maybe in different parts of the world yeah. yeah but i know like when um when i was learning how to tattoo they had like a clipboard and you put your name there and you show them your id and that was it mm. it was like a list of names with signatures but now it's like way more like you have like a lot of paperwork now and you have to be 18 it doesn't matter what the parent and parents bring in their their young teenage kids and what? they're like <laughs> I think it's because they're worried that they're gonna go have their friend oh, do yeah. it right. so like in their house so they're like they want them to get professional tattoos so they try to get us to do it but the state doesn't care the state thinks it's child endangerment so we just kind of have to play by the rules and keep the shop open <laughs> what's yeah. the youngest that that people have approached you at 15 13? I think yeah I think 13 yeah Jesus. like the parents yeah <laughs> Wow. wow. And are their parents Middle kind school? of? Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. It's really odd. I, I don't know. They want a heart and it says, I love free lunches. <laughs> <laughs> they want their, their school ID tattoo. <laughs> Tattooing is definitely, it, it's a beautiful, ancient, ancient, ancient art form. I think I'd seen some documentary where they showed like some Iceman that they found like up in the French Alps. And he had clusters, and I don't know, it was it was a lot of tattoos. But like they were the clusters of his tattoos were around where he had injuries oh. on his body. Because the skin was saved because of the, the cold that froze him and preserved him for I don't know, five, seven, eight thousand years. And here's this guy with these wounds and they had tattoos. So they means I mean I remember when I got my first one, it meant something. I mean it hurts. They didn't have because now they have cream, right? Is it the the pain relieving? Oh yeah, that that helps. Um, like uh, some of it, you have to at least get the outline first, and then like when the skin's broken open, it'll like absorb in there, and then so when you get like the shading. But I mean, I really only try to recommend that for like huge pieces that. Um, you go to a marathon and stuff and you just keep digging. Because you, you got to imagine, like, well, Ellie, Ellie doesn't have, you don't have no tattoos, right? Not even one. Yeah. Oh. But I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's going to convince me. <laughs> well, I had a. I don't judge you. It's okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll just laugh about you <laughs> when I leave. <laughs> well, I hadn't got a tattoo in about 15 years, probably. And then. After it, for me, it was such a huge, huge accomplishment to meet at Hardy and to spend a few Did hours. Did he do your tattoo? No, he's uh. retired. He's retired, unfortunately, as much as I begged and pleaded. Oh, I did that one on your arm. Well, Lisa Del Toro, Lisa Del Toro out of Vegas, she was here tattooing. And I really wanted Ed Hardy's design because it was to commemorate like me meeting this gentleman. Uh, icon of tattooing and did so much for the industry um and so i she picked a design based on what i i told her i wanted the jack you know what do they call it the 
God, my mind today is gone. A battle royale. Battle royale. Yeah. And so she goes, I found a nice one. I like whatever. And same thing. She, I go, oh, can we just get it? Like, I didn't want my whole form. And she's like, oh, no, we're going to go. She picked the size. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I had to trust her. But yeah. I, I knew she's the one. She And, you know, I'm glad she did it. But it was cool because then afterwards, you know, we, we took a picture, Lisa and I. And then I, I sent it to Ed Harding because, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that he responds to me. He's not like, leave me alone, you yeah. weirdo. But uh, no, and he really liked it. Matter of fact, it was crazy because he goes, I did that design in 1965 in San Diego for Sailors. He That was his version of Jerry's and everyone yeah. else's. That was just, and he said that was a, she goes, she did a great job. And I was That's just, cool. you know, and I had to show it to her. I texted I text her and I go, look. Ed Hardy gave you the thumbs up. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing is, right? Tattoos mean something because they hurt. I mean, it hurt like hell. <laughs> it did. I mean, I'm not no, like, chump because, you know, I got them when I was a lot younger. But I was like, I remember <laughs> them hurting. And then, you know, maybe it's the needles because there's, like, you know, back when I got them, I think there was, like, one in three. <laughs> you know? I think three was maybe the shading and. Now there's like ones that look like chisels. Yeah, shovels. Is that what they call them? <laughs> no, they but they look like huge shovels. Yeah. <laughs> but they hurt just as much or they they don't hurt as much? Um, yeah, they're pretty bad. Well, because you got to imagine they're, they're making a scab, right? They're breaking, I don't know what level, because there's a certain level of skin they break for the ink to be trapped, right? Yeah. I, I'm not too sure of the lingo, but... And then they keep going in to fill it. So it's like just keeps going over the same... Much. Yeah, it, it it seems like that's what's going on, but really, just like <laughs> so, it's just my mind going. Oh my God, yeah. you're just carving me. You're just getting every single little teeny speck of skin, and you just want to fill it, like just like saturate it with um, just get every single crevice of the skin. You don't want to leave any little um spaces. Just uh, it just like heals and looks a lot nicer that way. And I, that's that's part of it too, is because you want the tattoo to when it heals, it's gonna be you know the skin's gonna go over it or whatever, but that you want the color to stay in the skin, mm -hmm. the, the outline. What do they say? Bold will hold. Yeah. Well, well, bold tends to kind of hurt, I mean, <laughs> but it's it's okay. You're not gonna die. In other words, Ellie, you, has anyone ever died during tattooing? Maybe from a heart I, attack, I don't maybe. know. But you're not <laughs> gonna die, Ellie. <laughs> I'm sure there's one. Ellie, you will not. See, you're going to be like, I'll be the one. No, you won't. It's my luck. You never know. Just just get her like a whole chest piece or something. That's what I'm... <laughs> Sounds right. Usually, usually around the clavicle, it's pretty it's pretty tender. Oh, Painless. yeah. Yeah, you like feel it go into your bone. And <laughs> That's always a good first tattoo. Around the rib cage. That's always a good first tattoo. Where does it hurt the least? Um, probably on like your upper arm or your leg. Okay. Um, yeah. Tissue? Oh, in your shoulder blade. But also, I think your first tattoo hurts less because you have so much adrenaline right. pumping. You don't right. know really know what to expect, so you're kind of like have anxiety, and so you don't really think about the pain. You're just thinking, "Oh my god, I'm getting tattooed." Mm. <laughs> the excitement, but it's trusting yeah. the artist is what I was gonna say too. Is because like Lisa, yeah. I mean, I just was like not only her style, so. Even when it hurt, I knew, you know what, when it's done, and she was like a champ, you know, she handled it. And I think that's part of it, why when I saw it, and I pulled up some images, so all these will appear on the podcast or the vodcast. Um, I, I liked your drawings. 
Um, what do you call them? Paintings? What are they? They're watercolors. Well, I draw them first and then I watercolor them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you trained as a classical artist? Like in high school, were you taking art? In college, you take art or? Uh, no. <laughs> self-taught. Well, um, I kind. I guess I like grew up watching one of my brothers draw mm-hmm. and paint, like do all kinds of art. I just watched him and watched him, but I was always too scared to do it myself. And then once I um, started apprenticing to tattoo, um, I was taught how to like uh, start drawing everything and turning them into tattoo designs because there's like a certain way you need to render them to make it to make a design tattooable mm-hmm. and uh, i just really like the traditional old school style so i always try to do that <laughs> yeah you're, you're the the especially watercolor because i mean it's liquid it's water versus like painting with like say what is it acrylic or whatever mm-hmm. this will bleed into the the paper and it, it can quickly become out of control i like this picture here this this painting that you did uh because the colors you go from like i, I like the leaves they look so um i don't know what the what's the word to call it but it reminds me like of, um, did you see that movie what's that movie called um with the blue people the blue not the smurfs <laughs> <laughs> what was that one avatar 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 oh i love that remember movie. how like all the foliage it had this like, like vibrant bioluminescence where it's glowing and right away it's like you have that on the left side the the rose or i'm assuming it's a rose mm-hmm. uh the leaf it, it's very the green isn't the same green right you see like a leaf it's green but this is like very mm-hmm. it reminded me of that thank you very beautiful, very beautiful painting. Well, and even on the person, it looks like there's an eye behind it, kind of like if it animal or a person right behind head, it. That's pretty cool. It has like <laughs> it's a like thing. a yeah, it's like a it's, she's like wearing a bat head thing uh, on her head. Uh, okay. Yeah. Girl. But even that, you know what I liked about the hair? The hair. I don't know if you did this on purpose or if you realized it, or at least what I see in the hair. It's that old school chola hair yeah i love that <laughs> I, I, when i saw that i was like this is is deep stuff thank you deep art um which you know i wanted to show this before i show you your, your tattoo style because it's it's like a fingerprint you know like you see people you go oh that's they're doing sailor jerry in case they don't know it's not a rum he was a real man <laughs> yeah, yeah right i know yeah ed hardy was also he's not a clothes maker i know i know unfortunately he's a legend they have no idea some people how amazing he is and mm. what he's done for tattooing mm-hmm. i know but I have just a ed hardy shirt it's, all it's, all good, right? <laughs> it's not ed hardy it's a christian Adagier. <laughs> but you know what though i i was talking to somebody i had another tattooer here uh and we were talking i don't know if we brought it up but i think we talked off camera but I was always wondered if what, because he licensed his artwork, mm-hmm. right? Just like Jerry's name and artworks licensed by his whoever owns mm-hmm. his estate. But I wondered if because I remember even long sleeve Christian Adjaye shirts that were at Hardy, they were full on like sleeve tattoos, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody was buying these T shirts for fifty, sixty dollars that probably cost like three dollars to make in Singapore or something. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if that made people want tattoos as fashion. Maybe, yeah. You're, I can see that. If you're paying, you know, it was an, abs- an absurd amount of money for a t-shirt. 
that was basically a tattoo. Yeah. Which must have been surreal. Yeah, I think I paid about 60 Did you really? Well, oh, it, it was man. the end thing. It, and <laughs> I had to get one. But I remember even on the back, it kind of had the, the different designs, too. Um, I mean, I I wasn't the only one. There was a ton of people with those shirts. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's... <laughs> luckily, he sued and got back his licenses. But back to your style. And he's actually a big fan of Chicano style, Cholo style. I think those some of the ones they showed me were prized ones were from Freddy Negrete. Also, is I know now it's a thing. I don't know if it's always been a thing. <laughs> tattoo collectors that collect from specific artists. I mean, do you have you done that? Like, hey, I really want to get tattooed by this guy. Yeah. Who's been some of the ones you've collected in your well, Eric Mosky was, yeah, um, and uh, I don't know if and Mike Brown, have you heard of Mike mm. Brown? Um, he tattooed Mike Ness, the, mm-hmm. the bird on his neck, and um, Eric Mosky really looked up to him a lot. And he worked at Burt Grimm's in Tattoo Land, he was the manager over there, and he was amazing. And he, I t- highly recommend a look into his art. Um, but I have a couple pieces from him and a, a man named Dave Lem that has retired, I think. And um, uh, Jeff Rasher, he owns Blackheart. I think he's the owner. Um, I would love to get a couple pieces from Bob Roberts mm-hmm. from Spotlight. Um, I have a lot of pieces that I want to get. I just haven't got them yet. But yeah, there's a collection of uh I have a handful of guys that I want to get tattooed and girls that I want to get tattooed by mm. for sure. Yeah, it's even I even saw there's a museum. I don't know where it's at, but they people will donate upon their death their skin. Oh, and yeah. It, they're, they're they're like bodysuits kind of in a way, I guess. Uh-huh. And it's they I don't know how they preserve it, but you know, whatever, cool. however they do it. And they cuz it's the artwork cuz yeah. I mean this is I forgot somebody said something like this is the only canvas that's perishing. Like you get a tattoo in your human skin, it's mm. perishing. Like I can own like this one is this this piece of art was given to me by the barber and they came from Japan. You know, and it's like I that will maybe fade a little bit, but it'll pretty much always stay close to its natural state. But skin art tattoos is on a daily basis decaying. Mm-hmm. And we we want to collect from people. I I find that uh, amazing. Uh, let's see. I also like this one here because this was what I. This is one thing that I liked about this is the use of colors. And I don't know your 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 sense of taste and style in the coloring. It's it's very powerful, but it's not powerful like in a solid straight like. Blacks, or <laughs> it's it's powerful in the brilliance of the colors. I don't know if the guy himself, whoever, because this was done on a glove box uh-huh. for a beautiful Mercury 1950. I don't know what if they if he has this on his glove box. I can imagine. I hope it's not primered the car. <laughs> but your 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 um, the styles, the colors. I mean, do you is it also this one? Is it also a little mix of like? Virgen, the Guadalupe iconography in the background. <laughs> That's what somebody said. It wasn't meant to do that. It's supposed to be like just the sun shining through the clouds. Um, it's not done yet in this picture. Mm. I have I've completed it more, and it, and it so 
I feel like this is like the medium, mediocre kind of stage of it, and it looks way better so far. But um, I I was trying, which I usually do, I try to stick with just a few colors, which are like the pretty much the traditional colors to tattoo with. Um, But then I, I, I ended up adding a couple more colors. I always try to keep it traditional, but then, I don't know, I guess part of my own personal uh, ideas come out through it and it just ends up what it ends up as I guess I don't mm-hmm. know <laughs> it does kind of look like the, the Virgin Mary outline cool. maybe that's, I like it I like yeah, it. you know maybe it's one of those things that sometimes I think we pick up things and they're probably somewhere buried and then we probably don't put it there on purpose but I think it's part of being an observer do you find yourself that like an observer of life of people of things uh I don't know. Um, I guess, yeah. I do love. Um, I do love like the Virgin Mary and the, all that. Like, I any. I, I guess I do a lot of times um, when I'll draw something or paint something. I end up like making it into something sacred. Like, you know, put like a flame behind it and some roses and thorns and. So I don't know. That's a very different sensibility. I, I do. I do believe that <laughs> because. Like Lisa, like I mentioned, Del Toro, it's a very different sensibility. And it's nothing like that women tattooers are better than men. I think it's the a different, like they pick up a different pulse. You know what I mean? Then I enjoy all artwork. I enjoy all of it. But it's these things that I've come to, to really enjoy. Like I said, fan of your work. Thank um you. And... I like this picture, and I know it's a personal one of yours. <laughs> I liked it because some people, probably maybe a few people in in certain industries, they're like too cool for school, right? Like <laughs> they probably become like a, a caricature, like a persona on social media. Yeah. And I like this one where it shows you as a young girl and your older brother in his mm-hmm. Navy days, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it gave you like a very, very human, very real person like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like thank you i i didn't I, I was wondering if anyone even really knew that was me i, I wasn't really sure about it <laughs> but i was yeah I, sometimes i post things and i'm like oh was that too much or too <laughs> personal and i have anxiety about it but then i'm like no this is me so i'll just leave it up here and hope yeah. for the best hopefully people understand where i'm coming from and why i did it yeah social media it's got that like I don't know. It's kind of like a double-edged sword in a way because if like they feel like, oh, I got whatever, 80 likes in the first 10 minutes and all that feels like so good. Yeah. I'm validated. Somebody cared. I mean, quite honestly, the way I look at it is like this show. I think if somebody else other than me listens to this, (laughs) it's a success. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone else, whether there's 5,000 or 10,000 or 20,000, if I started to feel that, and I think social media creates an illusion for some people. Yeah, it does. And then other people can, I think, feel like they could go on it and be somebody different or be some kind of <laughs> right. show. And it is a little escape for them. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. It, just hope for the best for everyone. And, and, it, and, it, and it does get hard on people. I think some people do take it seriously. And, it, and, it, and I think that's really sad when, when it brings them down. I try not to look at how many people like my pictures. And I just 
trying to do my best and that's about all. Because even now, that one girl from Star Wars, the new, the rogue one, the young lady, I don't remember her name. They shamed her on social media. She ended up removing her profile. She's an Asian American and they shamed her. I think for her looks and her weight, it was terrible. I mean, I was like, yeah, I think damn. That's, that's really sad. I have my profile um, set to only people that I follow can comment or whatever. So, because, yeah, it is, it's hard to throw yourself out there. Mm-hmm. It is. You, you, you do open yourself up for a lot of criticism and um, I'm, I'm, I, I can I can take it, you know, but it, it's not necessary. It's really not. It's not but healthy. Th- but I think it's cool for her to show the other side. That's what they, I'm saying. They, they only kind of see her as a tattoo artist and the great work she does. But to see her maybe pre-tattoo artist or even the other side, I, I think people do appreciate it. Even though you might think, well, I don't have all the likes, but I, I would think most people do. Yeah, it gives it a sense of like I'm a human being, man. I mean, not that they matter. It's then they meaning like the people in digital world, because for the most part, I mean, also for one thing I've realized is there's been great people that I have met, like yourself, people from Japan, people from Portugal. When they're here in the states, they will come on the show, which is awesome. But for you, have you had that experience where? There's somebody you've seen on social media or whatever, and then they came into your shop, and you're like, oh, my God, this is, like, a really cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 really interesting. I, I, I kind of don't get to, like, starstruck, like mm-hmm. a lot of people seem to get. Um, or I try not to. I mean, we're all human, and I, I have... Uh, I have met people that seem it, it seems to have changed them a lot. I don't know. <laughs> that social media has, yeah, for yeah, the, for the bad. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Maybe I was just telling Ellie about this this crazy. Um, it's, it's 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 the strangest thing I think I've ever seen on social media, and the guy's just like bashing people. It's brutal. Like brutal, but they're, it's almost like roasting. He's roasting people. Yeah. And a lot of the guys will comment and laugh at themselves because he's doing, but he's not like trying to be like a rock star. You know, he's doing it kind of tongue in cheek. Social media is an interesting thing. But I think that's what they want. The people want you to respond to them. And if, if they get you so mad that you respond to them or delete them, I feel like they're like, well, this person noticed me. I did what I was supposed to. Yeah. Get under your skin. If, if yeah. you ignore them, it's kind of like, well, uh, that didn't work. But you, see, since you're no newcomer, you've been noticed before because I found this where I believe it was the ni- in the 90s, <laughs> right? Yeah. In a tattoo magazine. Is that the one that Eric Mosky did, that tattoo? Yeah. Which, yeah, that's amazing because... This is way, way, way before. What are those Ink Master or what's that? Yeah, before any of the TV shows. Yeah, I mean, this is where you were known because you were at a place. Somebody knew your name. There wasn't social media where they could just tag you or you could pay for your Instagram ad for everybody (laughs) to see you. 
What, is, what, what happened if they did a reality show at her shop? Would that bother you or you, you wouldn't want to take part in that? I think that the shop I'm at would be an amazing reality show because there's so many, pers our personalities are so strong and so different and it's, I don't know, it's already, I already feel like I'm in a reality show every day <laughs> I'm, in, I'm at work. And are you guys close to the beach? Yeah, we're like a block from the beach, a like block. a like a half a block or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's a whole <laughs> bunch of interesting people that come through. Yeah, there is. I I think the the artists are more interesting than the people. That How are. many of you guys are there? Are you guys a big group? Um, there's like one, two, three, four, five. How many girls and guys? There's two girls and three guys. Okay. So do you think maybe also the some of the tattoo shows where they feature females, which was a strong roles in the show that it may, may have, cause tattooing was traditionally popular amongst men. Cause where was tattooed women heavily in throughout history where I can't remember exactly the names of the women that were like full on like body suits, mm -hmm. traditional Americana. Mm -hmm. um, stuff, you know, that they were doing. But I'm wondering if maybe some of those shows made it more accessible for women to to have, to be able to hold their own. Or or would girls usually prefer girls to tattoo them or it doesn't really matter? <clears throat> it, I mean, based on your experience? <clears throat> no, it, it doesn't seem to matter. Um, uh Uh, uh, I don't know. I was going to say something, but I forgot it. Sorry. No, don't worry. <laughs> um, in Orange County, then, is it become like, I know some people say just like barbershops where they're on every corner like a Starbucks. Uh, it, tattooing, uh, shops, has that happened yet? Uh, it seemed to have happened for a little while, but then it seemed like a lot of shops started closing down. So mm -hmm. um, it's not as bad as it was getting, it seems. It was it was pretty bad like that like um in the like in when all the navy people would go down to the pike then I guess there was a shop on every corner and in between mm -hmm. um so it's not like that but it it did get it did get pretty saturated with shops but seems like just the strong ones are gonna be hanging on. When you give somebody a tattoo, how, how much is it you? Versus what they actually want. Like, say if they come in with just some design that you're going like, oh, my God, this is terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. How much is it of you giving your input you feel as an artist, you know, or just going, okay, fine, you want this barbed wire tribal style <laughs> around your neck? Okay, fine, I'll do it. Um, I always give, and I tell them that it's my unasked for professional opinion and they, and I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it to you. So they're like, Oh no, thank you. I want it. So they usually always say that, that they want my opinion and I'll tell them. And, um, I, I don't, um, I, I really, as much as I would want to tell them what would be a better option, I will always um, do what I what what it takes to figure out what they want. Like I'll help them and guide them through the consultation to figure out what's going to make them happy in the long run and 
make sure they know that my idea is probably better and I'll explain why mm-hmm. and I'll be like, but the end result is it's on you and I want you to be happy. So, so let's, um, I'm going to let you tell me exactly what you want and, and yeah, that's the bottom line is what it comes down to. Yeah. You got 23 years behind you that goes, I think I've seen, you've seen the different trends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, what were some of the trends you've had to endure? Um, well, (laughs) well, I mean, well, the uh, tribal, I'm sure you've, you've lived through the tribal, tribal, um, and Celtic, um, knots, which, um, uh, and like a lot of, uh, um, tattoos without outlines that are just like a bunch of color everywhere, which, um, look pretty nice when they're first done, but they don't last as long with the bold outline around them. But um, I don't know. These days, I just, I don't, I don't have a, 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 I don't have any negative feelings towards any tattoos. I just love tattooing and I don't care if it's some like tribal, like some people look down on it. Um, I don't even care. I just love to be able to be tattooing because there was a time where it got so slow and um, it, it, it was, it was really kind of, uh, I was worried about if I was even going to be able to tattoo anymore because uh, business was so slow for a while. Wow. So now I appreciate every single tattoo, whatever it is. Like I just, um, I'll, I'll make the lines as clean and crisp as possible. The shading, like it's all just, it's all broken down into the same process, no matter what style it is, I mm-hmm. think. What about cover ups? I, I know I've always wondered. For people that get maybe their ex-girlfriends or ex-husbands, that, mm-hmm. that that happens, right? Where you have to cover it up or do something over it? How, how does that work? Yeah, um, uh, it's, it's um, I, I like to do cover-ups, actually. Um, uh, as long as people understand that they're actually a little more work involved, like, because it's a lot of, it's usually, um, some of them get pretty complicating, um, depending on, like, what the original tattoo looks like, but, um, you could, um, uh, just, I think it's a lot more work that goes into it. Uh, And, um, I, I've worked around a couple artists that were amazing at cover-ups. And so I don't know, I I, I don't mind doing them. There's like a lot of tricks. There's a lot of tricks that you, uh, things that you've learned throughout the years of how to do something versus just like, I know. Okay, they just want this design. This design fits over that design. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah. There's a lot of little intricacies on the coloring and Yeah, there's a lot of di- there's a lot of techniques involved that um you can learn how to just like kind of camouflage not completely like cuz the inks are opaque, they're not transparent. So um you just uh have to f- just I don't know. Figure out a way to to camouflage the old tattoo, and um, you can still see pieces through it sometimes with the old tattoo. But um, just uh, that's pretty much if it's your on your own body, and you know exactly where the old tattoo was, you could probably find it. But um, but everyone else is gonna look at it and not realize it's a cover up. That's when mm. you know it's a good cover up, I guess. And when. <laughs> I know earlier you mentioned when people run out of real estate, but they still want more tattoos. I mean, is it kind of like you have to squeeze them in there or there's always 
space you can put them on top of other ones but by that time the first tattoos that they were getting are starting to lighten up a little Mm. so you start refreshing them wow (laughs) yeah that i see the people with the head eye the eyelids yeah um it gets pretty intense you know when you were sitting there talking you know who i kept thinking about was i think her name shanghai kate Uh uh-huh you know and i was thinking like where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully the same. <laughs> <laughs> Still tattooing? What a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to love it. I mean, it's living artwork. What's the biggest pieces you've done? Have you done like full-on backs? What? what? Um, I've done like... Uh, I've, I've done like almost like a full back and a... A full thigh piece, a full um, cat, like bottom leg sleeve. I've done full sleeves and full uh, chest and stomachs. Oh. I haven't done a bodysuit though. <laughs> it's intense. But I think a lot of tattooing, just like most industries, they have to realize it's customer service, right? Because, like, same thing with like barbering. If I go in and the guy's a jerk or just. You know what I mean? Just just totally treats me, you know, whatever. It's like, no, dude, I'm paying you for like a service (laughs) and for tattooing. I'm assuming it's the same thing of treat people, you know, like, hey, man, they're the ones helping you put, you know, food on the table. Yeah. Do you have customers, I mean, that you've had for 20, 30 years? Maybe you did them when they were like 18 and still at 50, they're still coming to you? Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, somehow they hang on. I've worked at a lot of different shops and they just kind of follow me around. And sometimes I won't see them or hear from them for a few years. And then all of a sudden, they'll be like, hey, I... I had a baby. I want to get their name or something. I'll be like, whoa, <laughs> that's cool. Thanks for coming to me. And like, <laughs> you know, they still haven't gotten any other work from anyone else. So I'm like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. <laughs> tattooing, the world of tattooing. Actually, I think if I can remember correctly, I think it comes from some Polynesian word to poke. Mm. I, I think, I don't know. I I, <laughs> I think I wrote an article <laughs> uh, for the website, maybe. Um so they can work. Where can they find you on social media? What's your social media handle? Um, I have Instagram. It's Tisha underscore tattooing. Um, I have a a public Facebook page. It's just kind of a small one. Um, Tisha tattoo artist, I think. Uh-huh. I don't really know what it is. Uh-huh. But I I I don't know. I guess uh, I know there's like a whole bunch of different social media things, but it was just taking up too much of my time so i just kind of try to keep it simple on instagram i guess and your shop you said it's in balboa beach it's in newport beach on balboa boulevard mm-hmm. it's called balboa tattoo do they have a social media you know well my boss has one under the shop name but it's just his stuff <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, share. But sure. we, we have a Facebook, though. There's a Balboa Tattoo Facebook. Walk-ins, so. appointments, or what is it? Um, yeah, usually we have time for walk-ins. Um, I do like to have a little drawing time. Um, but if it's something simple, um, there's usually there's usually walk-in time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. 
I don't know, Ellie. I think it's time for you to get a tattoo. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you want to get the Lodgecast, the, the podcast logo? I'm considering it. Yeah, I'm thinking. Right right here on your neck, just so everybody could see. You never know. He's an elementary school teacher, so that would go really uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I tattoo teachers. No. <laughs> you wear a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, the kids are like, it's it's hot outside. You're like, a t- scarf. <laughs> Which some people have, you know, there is respectable. There, there are, I can't say respectable. There's people out there that have super professional jobs, lawyers that are fully, you know, they keep it kind of reminds me of the Japanese, you know, not below the wrist and not above the collar. So -hmm. they can, I've seen guys that have been totally full on body suits or blasted bad, you know, which tattooing in in all people, all walks of life. Because I think I've even seen, you know, some people will come in, they'll just like, you know, they're 65 years old and mm-hmm. for whatever, they get something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does hold a meaning. And I think that's important for artists to, to go, this is, we're giving this person something, maybe because of the laser removal today, it's not as permanent as it used to be. But still, it's it meant something the moment they got it, whether they decide to regret it or cover it you know there's always there's always going to be a good story behind tattooing do they people just come in and put their headphones on or do they sit there and talk about life well i guess when i'm tattooing somebody that's getting a, a really painful tattoo like i'm doing this guy's full chest and it goes on to his um clavicle and up yeah. his sternum so he yeah he always has his music on like he won't let me start until he puts his <laughs> headphones on <laughs> i don't blame him I don't, that's painful man. that's painful um have you ever had anybody give up like just i can't do this stop yeah <laughs> freak out but yeah. they come back right uh yeah yeah they they always are like uh, mad at themselves like oh god why did i do that why didn't i just finish it <laughs> <laughs> yeah pain they say you know the hardest thing for the human mind to forget is pain uh-huh. that's the one thing that we will remember the most i believe it so yeah but tattooing it's it's great it's a great and like i said i'm a fan of your work Thank i think you. it's uh the sensibility the style is very unique, which is interesting because in this world today where you would think, oh, Americana is all the same. It's not. There's a lot of people doing the same stuff. Yeah. But not a lot of people can. It's kind of like the dear departed Aretha Franklin, right? She did the song Respect. That was Otis Redding's song. Mm-hmm. But you almost forget Otis Redding did it first. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He did Respect and then... Mm-hmm. She took it, wow. made it her own, and I think great tattooers do that. Great tattooers, and like I said, I believe your style, your sensibilities, your personal touch, the coloring. Um, I'm a fan. I think if Ailey should get a tattoo, <laughs> he needs to get one from you. <laughs> well, I know you. where to go now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't know before where tattoo shops were at, but now I know. Oh no, we have a bunch in Uptown Whittier, but you know, I'm just saying. I think uh, Tisha here, she's got something. That I would definitely recommend Thank uh, you. people. And if they're out there listening, they can check her out on Instagram. Uh, Tisha underscore tattooing. Tattooing. Yeah, tattooing. I don't know why I did that. Because uh, <laughs> that's what she's doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can find her at Balboa Tattoo. Did you have a good time? 
Yeah, it was interesting. See, it. I told you, it's just a casual conversation. <laughs> I, I felt like I should have said more interesting things. Right, it was good. It was good. It was okay. good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we've almost, we actually went over a little over an hour. Uh-huh. But um, so, anyways, make sure you guys check out Tisha underscore tattooing on Instagram. And you remember, you can find all these on iTunes, Google Play, on our website. Not only the podcast, but the vodcast. So, until next time, be well, my friends.